DJ, play that beat. You're listening to Wench Talk. So unclench that butthole and just hang out. Welcome. Welcome. So we had recorded a few episodes that we had to scrap. One because we were sloppy and drunk. One because... Uh, we went super controversial and it was we were, honestly also very depressing it was so fucking dark and then number three because one of the mics wasn't working which i blamed on lauren talking too softly <laughs> which turns out her mic had been off this entire time and i was the problem so <laughs> lauren my greatest apologies you <laughs> for know, my passive aggressive <laughs> um, i honestly felt so bad i'm <laughs> so sorry dude i am so sorry don't even worry about it don't even but it's funny because um the next week following this mishap, I thought I was talking really soft, so I was just shouting at every conversation. <laughs> and oh then halfway through, I'd be like, am I talking really loud? <laughs> oh, my God. So we haven't filmed since that last mishap, which I think was like two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. Okay, can we do this more often? Yeah, no, I'm so done. We should just do this like every week. I'm down. Okay, cool. We'll just force ourselves to make time. Yes. I mean, we don't have anything to do, but you're starting a new job soon. But I'm not going to work every day because I would die. Yeah. So I'm going to have free <laughs> days. Don't worry. Nice. Okay, cool. We also found a name for the listeners. Um, wenches. That makes sense, right? It makes sense. We're wench talk. Wench talk. We're all the head wenches. wenches. Head wench. Oof, and you're our, and God, our, our little title. wenchlings. Wenchlings. Wenchlets. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, I have a splinter in my toe. Ow, oh my god dude I do did it. i show you my fucking mosquito bites no so lauren I've, was in mexico i've been in mexico this past week visiting family um and there's a lot of mosquitoes there because it's very humid and i was fine you know what's funny i was fine the first two days i think i got like one or two bites and my last two days was when i got the most oh shit dude. and i had one i don't think it's that bad anymore do you have typo blood I think I do. Yeah. They're like attracted to it or something. Really? Yeah. Okay. When I first, okay, but here's the thing. When I first moved to Hawaii, I don't know if we already mentioned this, but I lived in Hawaii for a year and a half. Um, it was the same thing. I was, I was eaten alive. And then after living there for a while, I was fine. Oh. I don't know what the maybe difference. Maybe they like fresh blood. They're like. <laughs> maybe they're like, this bitch has been passed around. We don't want her blood. <laughs> maybe all the Hawaiian mosquitoes just poisoned me with their saliva and they're like, ugh. Let's go, let's go get some tourists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I've been in Mexico the past week. It was amazing. I'm so happy to see my family. I also did touristy things because I haven't been in. 15 years, I think. Damn. Or 11. Oh, it's been over 10. So very happy to see everyone. I don't I don't want them to listen to this because I would be very embarrassed to hear, have them hear about my exploits. But <laughs> <laughs> highlights from your trip. Um, so my family lives in Guadalajara in Jalisco. So I'm gonna have a very Valley Girl accent saying all these things because in Mexico, Jalisco, Jalisco. <laughs> my family's Mex- from Guadalajara. <laughs> have you heard of it? <laughs> um, it's funny because to make up for not speaking Spanish, I'm made sure to say everything with an accent mm-hmm. because even my cousins who spoke English have obviously have an accent. So it'd uh-huh. be like, oh, I can't, I have to. Yeah. And if they would ever say it, like they obviously said Mexico, none of them said Mexico, which mm-hmm. is like fine, but I felt like I had to overcompensate and now I'm back in America and I'm like, if I overcompensate, I'm going to sound like an asshole. So. <laughs> 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 um, but okay. So my family's from Guadalajara. 
we went on a little day trip to Chapala, which is a little lake town, very beautiful. And then we went on another day trip to Tequila to do very touristy things. Um, it was we were complaining about how hot it was, and then in a fucking second, it just started raining sideways That's so as nice. I was getting my two hot dogs. <laughs> so we we did a little Tequila tour. I got buzzed, but not too drunk because I was with my family. And after it, I was like, I need two hot dogs now. And as the guy is literally making my fucking hot dogs, like in a split second, it just starts pouring down. Raining. Oh, shit, dude. But I think we got there in time because the street started to flood as we were leaving and it's an uphill road. So we were like getting out of it. Yeah. But what's nicer when it's like when it's hot and it starts raining, like warm rain. It's, it's one of my favorite. It was about cold Hawaii. rain. Oh, that shit. was the thing that sucked. And then the rest of the trip was cold because it's summer. Summer in Guadalajara is rainy season, so it, it did rain a lot while I was in the city of Guadalajara. Ugh, I sound so fucking white. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm hearing, like, the authentic pronunciation. Oh I'm like, so cosmopolitan. <laughs> Ooh. Why, thank you. Um, so, but the way it would rain is not, like, California rain, where it just starts pouring for the rest of the day. It would, mm-hmm. like, rain, stop, rain, stop. So that was warm rain, but in tequila, it was, like, sideways cold rain oh, shit. and we were, everyone so there was like a little city center in front of the chapel and everyone huddled under this like tourist thing as it was just fucking freezing and we're all wearing t-shirts and dresses uh but it was so much fun um i got to see my cousins who i haven't seen in a long time and i also got to see my grandfather which was the reason i went uh who's very old and has skin cancer but for i don't know i don't know if it's just me not knowing how old people are supposed to look because i think he is 85 but he didn't look that bad but all of my cousins and my mom were like no he looks bad so Um. i don't know how i because like he looked sick but mm-hmm. he didn't look dying, which was mm-hmm. like what I was expecting. So mm-hmm. I guess in my mind, I'm like, mm, he's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I got to go to my uncle's ranch, El Rancho, um, and he had a bunch of cows, which I was showing Sarah before we they started so recording. Cute. They had like curly hair. Oh, they're the cutest, but I was scared to get too close to them because one of them had horns, so I thought it was a, a bull, but it ended up just being a lady cow with horns. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know lady cows could have horns. Me neither. That's why I was like, uh, I don't want to get any closer because there's a baby and if that's the dad, oh, yeah. but it was really nice and my uncle has... Uh, fruit trees so i got to eat fresh pomegranate Ooh! oh yeah i took a little art art like artsy picture it's really lame but oh my god show me after okay well um i got to eat fresh pomegranate and he had fresh dill and fresh habanero <gasps> jealous yeah it was nice i literally kept it in my purse until it rot like i ate what i could and then i just threw it in my purse and right before we went to the airport i was like oh shit <laughs> i am not about to get fucking strip searched over a habanero <laughs> Oh, my God. But it was really nice, and um, we also went to family dinner, and it wasn't really family dinner. It was more like family cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> we got these huge, um, you know, I keep forgetting the name, and everyone who's Mexican, if they happen to listen to this, it's going to be really cringe, but it's a it's a tequila co- cocktail with orange, grapefruit, and lime. I know, I know the name. I know the name. I just can't think of it right now, but we got, they're literally like the size of a little bowl. Uh-huh. And it was delicious. Nice. And then I got yeah. another one in tequila because you have to get it while you're near tequila and you get to keep the cup. Uh-huh. 
that's cool and i got sarah mug it was so pretty dude it was like one of those really like traditional like i don't know what the material is called it's like, cl- like it's clay yeah yeah and it looks like the kind that you're supposed to drink mexican hot chocolate out of it's mm-hmm. very pretty and um my aunt made us cafe de olla every day so now i'm used to a certain standard of living and i'm sad that it's gone but yeah it was a lot of fun i'm glad i got to ramble about my mini vacation <laughs> <laughs> it looked, the, the pictures you posted were so pretty. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So Especially uh, in that one restaurant you went to that, like, looked very, like, um, like modern, traditional. Oh, the the one with the eggs? I think so. Um, I think that, I think that's what you're talking about. It was, like, my first picture of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I talked to you about this, but um, it's, like, this, like, type of modern architecture that's, like, very, um, like, traditional, like, South American. Yeah. Were we talking about it? I don't think we had this conversation, but I'm very passionate about it with Eastern architecture because I love I Am Pei. I love when you're managed, when you manage to keep the cultural roots for modern architecture Uh because modern architecture has been so westernized that, you know, everything is, like, oh, boring cookie cutter but when you can maintain that authenticity yeah like i've seen like like it looks i don't know if aztec is the right word but it has like very like um i don't don't know i don't know how to describe it that's fine i don't know who i was talking (laughs) about it with but it had like the traditional i keep saying traditional um like the gods and stuff oh and like the nahuatls do you know where it was Shit, I have no idea. It might have been in Mexico, but it might have been in, like, Peru or something. Uh-huh. Like, modern Incan or something like that. That sounds so But it was cool. so pretty. Yeah, we went to, um, I mean, I went to a lot of places, but that picture, we went to this little cafe. And on the outside, what was a breakfast place about? And cafe on the outside, it literally just looked like a cafe. And I was mm-hmm. like, where are we just going to sit? Are we going to sit, like, in a <laughs> coffee, too? I don't know. But the front half was a cafe, and the back half was, like, seating mm-hmm. for, like, food. And it was, like, these really cute wooden tables. And it was so funny because I didn't realize until, like, two days later, someone shushed us. <gasps> so me and my cousins were, like, you know, talking, whatever. But I didn't think we were that particularly loud. And I guess someone literally came over to the table and was like, shh. Oh my god. Yeah. Was it your American cousins? Because apparently Americans are really loud when we go over. I'm the American cousin. None of my Oh shit. Yeah, I am the only They're just like matching your energy. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> because I had told you you were speaking quietly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <We could go. laughs> my shouting. <laughs> it was actually my shouting that made them shush. Yeah. I didn't I don't know. I didn't think I was being too loud, but when they told me about us being shushed, they were like, No, yeah, we were loud. That's <laughs> so like, funny. Oops. But it who was shushes people. No, literally That's insane. Who does that? that and we were all oblivious <laughs> we're just that still is an shouting. insane person thing to do <laughs> i actually took a picture of the whole table of food which i will also show you later uh-huh. it was really good um i think i was the only person who got non-mexican food i think my food was more cuban uh-huh. but everyone got chilequiles and oh my god they were so good Ooh. have you had them before i never have okay so it's um it's like boiled chips right in like salsa yeah i think i feel like if i say yes mexicans will get mad at me but uh-huh wink <laughs> no it's like okay so you you make your own tortilla chips and then you cook them in salsa and eggs mm-hmm. and that's it nice that's, that's really, good. really good it's really good it's just like a common breakfast that sounds like that sounds like it would be a really good drunk food oh yeah oh, oh for sure God. and menudo another one of the pictures mm-hmm. the one that's tripe that's mm-hmm. like my favorite that's a, that's a hungover food i don't think i've ever had that oh my god I i'm so i i get so are you okay I, are you okay with tripe 
I mean, I don't really know. It's stomach lining, right? Yeah. I could eat it. I don't I'll eat okay. anything. I'm- <laughs> I'll show you. I posted on my story, but I'll show you again. It's so fucking good. Uh-huh. It, and that place was like, um, they refill your broth if you uh-huh. want more. <gasps> nice. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I think I've had it with pho because I didn't know what tripe was. I think I assumed it was like, oh, um, you're like, ooh, like fancy or something. <laughs> I was, like, I literally was just like tripe, like tri-tip. <laughs> this must be a nice cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's literally what I thought. That's so funny. I didn't know that it was stomach landing until like I was an adult, which is very embarrassing. But it's always been my favorite. My I didn't parents care. used to give me tongue, and they didn't tell me it was tongue. I think I've eaten brain that way too. Oh, really? Yeah, they just Wait. Didn't tell me. How do you even cook brain? Because brain is like jelly. I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure I know Iranians eat it. There's this food called kalopacha. It's um, it translates to head and f- hooves, and you just get like a goat head oh, and like hooves. And you you don't even need to take it out of the skull. You just cook it. With, yeah, I think you just I think you just cook the yeah, and you just crack head. the skull open. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Because I was thinking like that one video that explained like brains are not as solid as you think they are. Like yeah, if you it, try it to pick like it up, jelly. it'll fall. Yeah, apart. isn't that crazy? I just imagine like. That's like, I didn't even realize that until I watched the video of JFK get shot. And you just see his head, like, explode. And And I was like, (laughs) Jesus. Lauren just acted out JFK slumping Slumping over. over. Okay, for my next bit, I'll act out Jackie Kennedy. (laughs) That poor woman is, she's like, finally, my husband's showing me some affection. She looks over and his head is just. His brain is just all over her. What's that one Tumblr post where it's like, JFK, dead as hell. Look at J- Jackie's fat ass and he's not even looking at her. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Where she's like leaned over and if you listen to the interview, she's like, I was so traumatized. I was trying to put his head back together because I didn't know what was happening. Oh, <laughs> I never heard about that. She's just looking dummy thick while she does it. <laughs> All that ass on a Tuesday. Too soon, Yeah. (laughs) Too soon. I'm so, okay, honestly. Okay. Okay, last time we were talking about true crime and how fucked up the idea of true crime is. But also that the suit with the brains and the blood on it, we will never see it put out. Oh, yeah. And same with her suit. No, her suit. Yeah, oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, a few years ago, they had like a ruling at the museum as to whether or not they would have it. And it's going to be another 50 years based on whether they get to rule again. And it's not going to be until her kids are also dead. And honestly, I'm going to assume grand, grandkids. grandkids. I don't think we're ever going to see that suit. Damn. Yeah. Maybe in like 100 years, but we're never going to see it. Yeah, but it's not going to be as fresh. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where's his suit? Did they just... Oh man, I have no idea. I don't think I think that's like locked away where they keep her. I think that will head. not even yeah, yeah, that's not even up for discussion. Yeah. Um, okay, speaking of the whole true crime thing, mm-hmm. I literally just saw a TikTok and I don't think I I always see I'm really bad at either liking or sending TikToks because I'll file it away and be Me like, too. I'm gonna talk about this later and then I don't. Or I, I, I think I send it and then mm-hmm. I don't. But basically it was a family member of a victim talking about how true crime basically ruined her family member's case. I remember that because they kept focusing on stupid details. Yeah, like speculation got someone killed. Yeah. And like what their number one suspect also killed. It was yeah. a murder-suicide. That's crazy. Like, I know. Again, okay, so the last episode obviously won't be aired, but my, my stance on true crime is I understand why people are attached to it. Mm-hmm. I think the excuse of women particularly being attached to it because it's a like survival technique or mm-hmm. how to learn how to survive is really weak and like if you enter if you like it for entertainment value you should just accept that yeah 
Okay, no, I totally I agree. <laughs> um, because I, I like it for entertainment value. And it always bothers me when people say, oh, it's because we're, like, learning things. It's, like, if you're going to be exploitative about it, just, yeah, like, be open about it. Just own that. it. Own it. Like, I, I like the gore of it. I like how shocking it is. I like That's that's what I like about it. Yeah. And it's really dark and it shouldn't be that way. But what I don't like is, like, true crime fans that go on message boards and talk about it. Like, I'll talk about it with my friends who also like true crime and I'll listen to the podcast if they're done in a very respectful way. Like, I like last podcast because they don't glorify the serial killers they make them out to be the little like pussy ass bitches that they are Uh and um they seem to talk about it like respectfully and like very clinically Uh um versus a lot of other podcasts with um that is one of them one of which is very popular and they make a big show about talking about things in the right way but there has been so many instances of them sharing stories um that are told by someone whose story it is not to tell yeah um talking about it in like a way that's like laughing about it but then pretending like they're not doing that like like last podcast will make jokes and very very offensive jokes Mm -hmm. but like they are not I know I just said that they do it it's like it's like different the way they do it I don't know um but then this other podcast will just like pretend like they're doing it in like the right way to there is no right way to do it you're yeah. making money off of someone's brutal fucking like murder. a real life murder yeah yeah um, I mean, sorry i went rambling no it's fine because that was the whole like we're just rehashing what we weren't yeah. able to post before um and another critique which i've already briefly mentioned is the speculation yeah it's like okay it's one thing to talk about ted bundy or, mm-hmm. or murders or crimes that have a clear mm-hmm. suspect who has been tried or whatever, yeah. but cold cases, I feel like that's exactly what that's even more rocky. Exactly. So like there's things like John Bonet and stuff or like, yeah, I mean, everyone has their own theories, but then to like, while the family members are alive, while the brother's like alive and people just sit there and they just like, put, like if I were him, I would read those things. I, if yeah, I were course. the father, well, I would that was read, the, th- read those That was things. the thing that that one uh, family member said is like, th- uh, they do. Yeah. Of course they do. How Because they, they want to know too. Exactly. Yeah. How could they not? Yeah. And what's worse is like, we can all have our own opinions of the matter. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's a very sketchy case, but imagine that they didn't do it. Exactly. And the whole world thinks that they're totally guilty. Exactly. Apparently there's a lot of proof saying that it was an outsider. It was? That just doesn't get talked about in those documentaries because it's not what people want to exactly. hear. And that's, okay, see, that's the worst. Yeah. It's like, no matter what you're doing, you're making a profit, so you need to push a narrative. So exactly. you cannot be objective. Exactly. So, and and then another thing, I, another critique I saw was like, Oh, and this is her bloody murder. Okay, anyways, here's our uh, sponsors. <laughs> <Me undies. laughs> yeah. No, literally. Here's um, diet tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how these, these people live with themselves. Um, I know. Because I just feel, I don't know what the guilt, where the guilt comes from, because I don't know these people. And I used to watch a lot of um, forensic files uh-huh. when I was a kid. But even forensic files made me sad because I was like, oh, these are real people. Yeah. Like. I can't get that, which I, I get the entertainment value. Like, if you make something entertaining, someone's going to like it. So yeah. I don't feel, you know, whatever. But um, the reason I can't personally enjoy it is just, like, I can't get over the fact that that was a real person. And it's really hard for – no, it's really easy for the entertainer or the podcaster to dehumanize them and yeah. to make them into a profit because that's what they're doing. But then there's, like, the other way. We were just talking about, like – the idea of death and like how once you die like after like a generation or two like you are you basically never existed yeah but then if i'm murdered 
I would like to be in a TV show. I would like people to keep talking about. I mean, like, I yeah, crave attention constantly. Especially, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. That's the, that, like also what this family member said was like the good thing is that it does yeah. keep the attention on the case. Like exactly. it does. Like they don't I go think, cold that way. Yeah, I think her case was her cousin was missing, but uh-huh. she has been missing since 1997. Oh, so man. she's most likely dead. So yeah. she, her family is aware of that. So it's good that people are keeping her memory alive. Yeah, but it doesn't help to speculate and make a you know, cause a commotion over something. I don't know. It's always going to be a tricky subject no matter how you start talking about it. But then also, like, self-proclaimed true crime sleuths. They, like, view themselves in this, like, self-important way. Yeah. Where it's like you're literally just – you are not Michelle McNamara compiling a book of of evidence that did lead to the arrest of the Golden State Killer. Yeah. You're not going through case files. You're not doing hard work. You're, for the sake of your own entertainment and for a hobby, discussing things on, like, fucking Reddit. Yeah, exactly. And you're making a profit. Exactly. Off of it. So at least be real about what you're doing. Yeah. Like, Even no. if they're not making a profit, it's like this is your fucking side gig. This is like, or this is like your hobby on the like, you know. Yeah. You're still like, you're still making entertainment out of a real person's demise. Exactly. And if you think that's okay, you think that's okay. But then if you think it's wrong and you need to like, it's like the same thing of like how people intellectualize things they don't like. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. They're, like, intellectualizing the reason why they like it. It's, like, people like fucked up morbid things. Yeah, you can like weird things. Exactly. And I think, I think if anything, true crime falls under the same, um, like, part of your brain or whatever. I think it's, like, similar to, like, roller coasters uh-huh. where it's contained, safe thrill and adrenaline. Right. Because when you, like, read those things, like, you, you get really I into think, it. I think also, yeah, like, I think people who like true crime, I don't know if you agree maybe you can tell me like true crime but not horror because it's real because mm-hmm. there's this added element to i'm safe right now but this could happen yeah and this has happened obviously to a real person like horror yeah. movies is just like even like serial killer horror movies is like oh okay like that's scary like people who like the general and junkies or who uh-huh. go to like haunted ha- mansions or whatever are like okay this is like where i can have safe fun but true crime is like that one that teeters over the edge no, I think that's true because my I like scary movies, but I have a hard time watching them because so many of them are bad <laughs> and so many of them aren't scary. But like true crime is guaranteed to be creepy and scary. Yeah, no matter what the crime is because it's real. And it's like the idea of morbidity as well. Like we were also just talking about um, both of us really like Caravaggio mm-hmm. because he was just this artist that like um, – what a zest for life and murder <laughs> this man had, where he was like an insane person. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar, he would brag about being able to paint the eyes of a man who knows he's about to die because he would like often get into duels and stuff. And yeah. he just was like exiled from multiple principalities. His death is a matter of speculation. And he was like a amazing painter. Um, but you can look at his bones online because they found his bones and they were like testing it and stuff. And they took pictures of it. And I'm just looking at it. I'm like... This is the guy. This is the fucking guy. <laughs> this is what's left. This is, that is him. Like, I am looking at him right now. Like, that shit, like, gets to me so much. I think I'm just, I just have because, a weird fascination with death. Well, like, okay. Not even weird. I think this is a total normal. No, I think like, it's, it's normal. It's as average as it gets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you look at um, self-portraits or, you know, photographs of dead people, like, uh-huh. I can look at Michael Jackson right now. There's a photo of Michael Jackson here. <laughs> with E.T. With E.T. <laughs> Next and to the thing of Hulk Hogan Macho Man, a McDonald's thing of Chew. What's his name? Palpatine. Palpatine. <laughs> I can look at that and be like, okay, yeah, that's a person. And yeah. then I'm not registering. That's a dead person. 
But when you look well, at yeah, bones, but dead Michael Jackson doesn't even look like that. This is Michael I know, Jackson I know, from I like the eighties. But that's the whole point. Or like, or or Bob Ross. I can look at a drawing of him and be yeah. like, "That's Bob Ross." I'm not thinking of Bob Ross as a dead person. If I look at a portrait, but then if you of look Car- up Bob Ross autopsy, which yeah, you're like some of us. <laughs> some people, I don't know. This is so wait. Weird. That's a thing. Some people look up celebrity autopsy. Oh, crazy. I yeah, who I, that don't was, know. I don't know who God. does that, but um, Marilyn Monroe's. If anyone knows, is like by far the creepiest. I I don't know i don't know um that's worse because that then you're like oh my god that's a real person who's yeah. dead right now because that's when i look at this relaxes. i'm like you're alive like no yeah like i know logically you're dead but no because like, the face looks different when it's dead like it, it it goes slack and it like it doesn't look like a person anymore but then it, but it's also it the like difference between pictures and reality like even though it's a picture of bones you're like these are still bones like yeah like if you look at a portrait of caravaggio you can still remember all the fucked up things he did in his interesting life and be like wow that was a great man yeah like but it's the idea of a man it's not a man exactly. but then you look at the bones you're like oh shit he was real yeah like, he yeah. was a man like, yeah and we and all are gone and we all are and we're all gonna be bones. exactly but not only that but it's crazy that his bones still exist after I, 500 years that's like another thing that i'm like literally like whoa well they I mean we have mummy well yeah they're mummies but we i think there's he, i don't know how he was he turned into goo it depends on where they decompose, but because there's true. there's bog hard. bodies that are fucking cavemen. That's true. Like Galileo's hand was still around. I think they like redug him up. I don't know what happened, but you can see Galileo's hand. But then there was this other murder that happened. Um, just really fast. The story is uh, they think it was a mob thing. They this body washed ashore in I think New Zealand or Australia or something, and it was a man dressed in like a, a perfect suit. Like he looked like very um, wealthy, and he had a, a piece of paper in his pocket that. Said Said, it was a excerpt from a Rumi poem. It said Tamam Shud, Shud, which is it's finished in Farsi, and no one knows who did it. They think it was the mob, but they recently dug up his body again. And I was looking it up. I was like, is there anything left of his body? And like, you turn into soup after like forty years. Your bones are pretty much gone by a hundred in most cases. So it is very strange. Did that you see Carvajal's that one TikTok bones. where this lady's uh uh I was gonna say roommate neighbor died during yes. quarantine? Yeah nightmare fuel that is actually nightmare fuel yeah so in la if you just die here you turn into soup yeah you turn into hot yeah and it was in it was in van nuys so it was we were jet we just got tea there it's fucking hot (laughs) it's really hot um that was literally my um i was paranoid about that because my upstairs neighbor did try to kill himself jesus i don't know for sure but i was so during quarantine uh spring semester spring quarter whatever Mm -hmm. um so it was like our first like actual quarter of this was in westwood this was in westwood i was living in westwood um and i swear to god i woke up at 6 a.m to my upstairs neighbor screaming that he was going to jump off of our balcony oh i remember this and i was literally like i'm not gonna fucking deal with this today. (laughs) (laughs) you're like someone else can hear no literally i was like do you mind he's got roommates he's in college (laughs) no he he wasn't by himself he was arguing with someone Uh was with him so he didn't do it but i was like it gave me a lot of anxiety because i was like i'm gonna hear a fucking body thud and i'm gonna have yeah i was like i'm gonna do i'm gonna be traumatized like just right now like i was aware of that so i like tried to force myself to go back to sleep even though i'd class in a few hours and i literally skipped class and i I told my tea i was like sorry i really couldn't come i was too anxious that my neighbor was gonna fucking kill himself (laughs) jesus christ and and my same okay so my i've learned that my reaction to traumatic events is to sleep 
because the same Sorry, thing happened. I just burped. I you couldn't. You could hear no, it. you okay. couldn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and if anything, my fucking screaming over it. <laughs> um, uh, sleeping uh, for trauma. Sleeping through trauma. Yeah. So my reaction to "Oh my god, my neighbor's gonna kill himself" is if I fall asleep now, I won't hear the body thud. Oh, that's actually really smart. That's like <laughs> you level three dissociation. You just literally go unconscious. So in 2016, when I think it was 2016, when the the missile crisis, the missile crisis, no, the missile threat happened in Hawaii, I was there. And I woke up to it and I sent a screenshot to two people and I was like, I don't think it's real, but I'm going to go to sleep anyways because if I die, it's going to be very horrific because I live on the 12th, no, the 19th floor and there's nowhere for me to go. Yeah. And that was my way of dealing with a certain death. Do you get sleepy or do you like, can I would, you just fall asleep whenever, anywhere? I can't really. Okay. So it really depends because I like, okay, we spent the night at our friend's parents' house during 4th of July, and I've passed out in the living room, but it was also high, yeah, so... We were smoking all day. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I fucking left my stizzy at my mom's house, and I want to kill myself. <laughs> um, but I don't know. In, some, in certain situations, yes. Like, that situation, yeah. I can force myself to fall asleep, but other times is when... I don't want to say the... I don't want to say it, my speculation of what I think I have, but I get sudden bouts of... Um, or not sudden bouts. I get overstimulated. Uh-huh. And in Mexico, that happened. My cousin, me and my cousin were sharing a room and she was listening to music. And my other cousin, his room shared a wall. He was watching TV really loud. Mm -hmm. And I just went fucking ballistic. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I I can't do this anymore. And I went into my mom's room and she was watching TV. I was like, you need to turn that off. I can't do this. And it was like, I couldn't breathe. My bra was too tight. Like I couldn't sleep. You got like sweaty. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I'm going to die. So sometimes like that happens and it makes me so I can't fall asleep. But most of the time I think I'm. Yeah, I can just pass out anywhere. Yeah. I get that simulation overstimulation thing too. Like I'll be like my parents have friends over a lot and like um I grew up with most of their like friends or like my aunts and uncles. So usually I go over and like it always begins with like we're outside and it's fun and it's nice and then my dad pulls out the speaker and he starts playing music and <sighs> I just I, I'm like I'm going to my like I can't. It, like it oh makes my, God, my dad my dad does the it. same thing. The first night I I the last time I went to Hawaii, the first night I was there, he had all his friends over mm-hmm. and one of the friends had a baby one. So she stuck the baby in my room <gasps> as uh, along with all their shit. Fucking bitch. I know, right? Fucking hate you. Your baby's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> and we were outside near the pool, like barbecuing. And then we moved the party inside to his apartment and he brought out this fucking giant karaoke machine. Like oh the speaker God. was two feet, two feet long. Yeah. Um, and just started blasting music and singing karaoke. And I was like, I'm going to have a meltdown. Yeah. I'm going to like sit on the floor and cry and throw a temper tantrum because yeah. I can't do this right now. Yeah, no, I feel you. And I just don't understand why it happens. I'm like, everyone was fine before the music started playing. Like, why do you need it? Like, and our fathers are like middle-aged men. Yeah. <laughs> why do you need to bring why out do you a... need... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why do you need to bring out a giant speaker? Literally, what is this fucking party time now? Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. And I'll, I'll tell them. I'll literally just be like, I will have a meltdown. If you pull out the music and they do it anyway, so I'm like, okay, you get you would rather have music than have me here. That is fine. Yeah, I will go inside. Yeah. But it does that makes me tired too. Like it's literally just so it's, it's like the, exhausting. It's the emotional exhaustion. Yeah, yeah. I can I can tantrum myself to sleep too. Yeah. But, oh my god. <laughs> That is, there's nothing better than. Isn't that like than. your thing? Yeah, like this, I, I can't medium cry. Like the second I start crying, like I start snorting, snotting all over my face, like ugly cry, and then I just pass out. 
<laughs> and I do this over anything. Like, Honestly, that's the best sleep though. Yeah. Where you just cry yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I'll do it over stupid things. Like I'm, I'm like a germaphobe. The dog will like throw up inside and I'll literally just go and I'll just have like a tantrum. And then <laughs> are you <laughs> quiet asleep. when you cry or are you just like loudly sobbing while Brian's like working? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's quiet. Okay. It's like, it's like half notice i'll come downstairs and i'm literally just like my face is like twice the size it used to be you're like hey what's up (laughs) just took a nap (laughs) oh this don't worry about it (laughs) i feel that speaking of overstimulation um i literally have caveman brain and i think my roommate i think we're on the same level because we 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 have a lot of the same quirks Mm -hmm. and we went out to dinner last night and i felt really bad because i they gave it was one of those restaurants where they'd leave the water bottle there. Mm-hmm. So I kept, ref- I was fucking thirsty. And every time I drank, I felt like a fucking animal in the savannah. Just <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> the worst is when you feel like that and it drips down the side <laughs> of your mouth and you're like, I am the most disgusting person. What do I look like right now? <laughs> like an animal, like literally just, <laughs> just sucking down the water. Um, so I did that and I like, put the cl- the glass down and, and my roommate had just finished taking a sip also and I explained this sensation to her and she starts busting up laughing she's like I was thinking the exact same thing and as we're laughing over our shared quirk a fucking waiter like drops their shit everywhere and like they were obviously like super embarrassed and like walked away but we're laughing over a completely separate oh, thing I felt God. awful ah. I was like I promise I promise we're literally just cavemen please that's like there's like a I think it was a TikTok but it was someone talking it was, it was like a very common experience when you were at assembly when you were a kid this might have been stand up I don't I literally don't remember and then um the like the person at the assembly will be talking about like their like traumatic experience dealing with like addiction death and stuff and then your friend will just go like cheese and then you just start like crying laughing and the teacher just makes a huge deal about it and you're like I was not laughing about this man's struggle with heroin addiction which I don't know why the fuck he's talking to us about it like save this for middle school it's so funny to think about the way they treat drugs in school because I remember the dare program in elementary school and then they just did not talk about it and then suddenly my junior year of high school in Maui Hawaii has a really bad meth problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we had an assembly just about meth, like just about Jesus. not smoking meth. And we had a mural painted too. About and then I think the next what week does I... What mural look like? Like shit, I'll show you later. Okay. It's literally just... A meth pipe with a cross in it. <laughs> no, there's... um. So certain states in the US have really bad meth problems. So I think they did these assemblies in those specific states. Yeah. The only other one I can remember is Montana, but I'm sure if you're from a meth state, you'll know who you yeah. are. <laughs> I had a meth city like san clemente has really a really bad meth problem but then if you just live in san juan which is like five minutes away there's there's no meth problem did they talk to you about it probably at san clemente high school oh not right so the slogan is we had not- a vape problem there, we <laughs> well, literally had like everyone ha- psas about listen <laughs> post like 2011 everyone had a vape problem um no they just had a slogan not even once so they painted like a they had a local artist come and paint like a coral reef and then in fucking bright orange letters, not oh even God. once. I'm like, what? You know what? There's actually like a really big amount of people who do try meth once. There was. Yeah. Well, that was the whole the whole purpose of the assembly yeah. was they had a guy say or no, it was a girl. She's like, yeah, uh, I just like experimented cigarettes, weed. Uh-huh. And then one day someone just offered me meth and my life like down spiraled. And I'm like, that is really sad. And I'm uh-huh. really sorry that happened to you. But one time. 
yeah jesus christ <laughs> it's like you were gonna do it anyways it didn't matter what you tried like, exactly if, even if you didn't like you would have just been addicted to prescription drugs yeah which, so now i'm remembering that's what my area had a problem with oh you know okay. what and there's actually a documentary about orange county's drug problem apparently oxycontin was a really big uh, problem in the early 2000s because the pill said OC oh so people my. in OC would take it but oh. yeah the documentary behind the orange curtain they made us watch it every year and it's like really sad <laughs> I believe that that they have a pill problem but I saw a meth pipe like a week later on the floor Jesus at my school my school was trashy <laughs> but <laughs> it aren't all public schools yeah I mean I went okay I went to three high schools my first and my last one were the trashiest my second one was slightly bougie but that was because it was in a bougie neighborhood or like a i don't know upper middle class neighborhood yeah but i preferred the trashy ones honestly yeah i felt more at home i feel that mine was it was pretty bougie for, for public school <laughs> mine was okay <laughs> the thing okay everyone in hawaii knows that our public schools are trash um because we just uh don't get the attention you need and like the only way you're gonna get a good education if you, is if you go to a private school mm-hmm. That's how um, Northern California is, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, um, no, I went to public. I went to Maui High. Um, go Sabres. And like saber tooth tiger. No, it's literally like a fucking type of uh, seaweed. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> literally, if I Google it. That's I can... like something that would exist in SpongeBob. Oh, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> um, the whole campus was mostly grass and dirt. And for some reason, they always had the fucking sprinklers on. So it was mud. Oh, man. And they had a trail going through the entire campus but it was very narrow and obviously it took too long if you're gonna follow the trail like you just cut across Mm -hmm. but on rainy days i was like i'm not fucking walking in that shit Mm because it's already muddy so i just took the trail i was one of the bad kids who had to take a computer class because i failed math or something (laughs) they made you take a computer class no it was just like um they stick all the idiots in a room and you just sit on a computer and take whatever class you need to play kids at pixar (laughs) basically (laughs) no i i had to take algebra 2 again and geology that's how dumb i was well you graduated from ucla Um, it's funny because I graduated with a 3.8, which is, like, not bad, I don't think. Are you serious? Yeah. That is so No, not you. God, not UCLA. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> no, you had a better GPA than me. Oh. No, from high school. Fuck. I had a 3.5 or 3.4 in high school. And I took, oh, really? like, 8 APs. No, I could not give, I could not care less. And then, um, I was in, my only AP was AP Psych, mm-hmm. and my psychology teacher was bald. He looked like Uncle Fester, and oh I told God. him that to his face. <gasps> <laughs> and he wrote Wattpad fanfiction, and he told us he'd give us extra credit if we read it. I thought you said something. I thought you said, like, a slur for Italian people, and I was like... Italian people have a slur? Wattpad, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> it is, it's like a slur no one said in the last 50 years, they except have- for in the Rocky movie. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know that. i learned all my italian slurs from the rocky movie good for you <laughs> i had a creepy psych teacher too ap psych teacher he um had his wallpaper on his i hate myself for oh yeah that it was ap by the way so just know that i recognize that and well I no okay myself. so my whole thing was i transferred out before i finished the class because i was getting an f and i in hawaii you don't take only seniors can take psychology and i was a junior so on the last week of school when all the seniors were gone me and my professor which or not my professor my fucking teacher would just sit and i would rant about freud it was That's like so two, funny it was like two days but <laughs> it was funny because he looked like a fucking cartoon character because he was from boston uh-huh. he had like slicked back long black hair he would always wear aloha shirts with a couple sh- and like a hairy chest and a gold chain 
he was chill but we watched stand and deliver that's all oh. i remember <laughs> why are teachers so obsessed with that movie i don't know i don't i don't think we ever i learned psychology yeah. and i got an a so i went to from an f and ap psych to an a in regular psych honestly it's just all about the teacher no literally he fucking uncle fester hated me <laughs> okay tell your story please oh so his wallpaper was a photo of a student and it was like to him some sort of really big inside joke which no one else got and if you ask the student she was like yeah i have no idea why i'm his wallpaper and then one time we had this like experiment thing about senses as if we weren't like 18 years old they were like like this is smells and the smell section was like his dirty socks well he said they were clean but they were still his used socks they had obviously been worn like they had like the marks on the bottom like Ugh. it was so clearly worn they were oh, not clean i also had a tally sheet on my paper for every time he looked at my tits for more than three seconds it was him and then more than one student who like, literally lived like sat Wait, on, like, how many tallies did you get brought like i filled that fucking paper <laughs> up like every day like it, it oh, was like this it was horrifying. a student who was nowhere near me but i'd always catch him like leaning over it this was by the way i was a massive loser in high school the only thing i was known for was my tits um so this was like my pride and glory but he literally would just stop and then he'd be saying something and then he'd like look at my tits and just go um oh no people notice they would ask me about it we'd be like are you okay (laughs) they literally just be like did you notice that he does that i'm like yeah i noticed that he does that oh that's horrible it was so gross and he would his classroom was in the section of classrooms where all the hot teachers were except for him he was like the only ugly one wait what did he look like um i don't know how to describe it young or old old he was like in his 40s his face was always like beet red and he was like either ginger or blonde i couldn't tell but he was short and he was like chubby and he just was not attractive but every literally every other teacher in that room was hot one of them ended up i think fucking a student from another school and he got fired one of the surf coach was fucking hot ap euro was fucking hot he still follows me on on instagram he replied to my story the other day oh my god i was like my favorite part of any beatles song is when they shut the fuck up and he responded i was like <laughs> oh my god you know what speaking of oh he was also the apr history teacher if oh you want to put puzzle pieces together is he the did you go to europe with him or was he the teacher on the trip no yeah that was him oh my god how was that did you see him at all well, his wife went oh fuck but she was she always laughed at my joke so i love her i'm gonna see if i still have the dms from oh yeah my Lord. professor <laughs> shit do i not oh my god do i not you might have deleted them yeah but i would sh- i should still be able to see them okay so in my last year or my second to last year at community college for some reason my college made me take a lot of applied arts classes even though i was an art history major smc did not make me do that i every community college is different yeah. if i wanted to transfer to irvine i had to take fucking four years of a foreign language or the equivalent of four years and more literature classes jesus wait did you have to take foreign language classes in community college for ucla mm, no okay because your high school does that because we yeah. need to take two years in california um i think at chapman university they make you take foreign language classes i mean i weird. took i took half of us <laughs> i took half of a semester of italian and had a mental breakdown and quit and then i took japanese oh. but i only took one semester of japanese i have to pee oh okay let's pause it <laughs> while i find these dms Ugh, simon rex is so hot it's so funny saying all the fucking people i dm i hope the mic caught the jet stream coming out of my pussy because if it did it's gonna be our intro sound oh i wish it didn't <laughs> no it's so funny because i swear i can fucking hear everyone pee ew the water pressure of my piss is like it's pretty hot girls amazing. pee sounds like frying chicken <laughs> <laughs> I love going through my fucking DMs of, like, desperate people and seeing me not respond. 
Remember that one? Um, oh my God, maybe you can go. You, you can search him up. The guy who groomed me when I was um, 15 and he was 25. Uh-huh. Not the pedophile. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> not the pedophile. No, because there was a legit, like, he liked a little girl. Like, um, <laughs> a different one. Anyways, the one who lived in Seattle. Anyways. Oh, do you want me to look him up? Okay, yeah. His. We're probably going to have to bleep, bleep this. He's the one who... Oh, my God. I need to go through our DMs. I can't find it. I don't think he exists anymore. Oh, fuck. Okay, so he did delete his account. But I still have his RDM, so maybe I can find him being like... We can't talk anymore because I feel too bad. Or maybe not. But, okay, so let me give backstory while I try to find this. If he deleted his account, you're not going to find the DMs. No, I think... No, 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 no. This is someone else. Oh. But wait, I'm going to get out of my DMs to make sure he still has actually a, an account before I waste my time. But um, fuck, what's his fucking name? Um, I think he made a new account. So, okay. um, Second to last year or my last year in community college, I took this animation class because this professor was very popular. And... I don't know why I was just like very interested in him. He wasn't cute. I just was, I was like, oh, this is the time to live out my professor student fantasy. Like I'm going to get his attention. I don't know why, but I just decided to. His wife also taught at the school Mm -hmm. in the same classroom and I would, oh yeah. So like the second week of school, he had everyone write their Instagram names on the whiteboard so we could all follow each other because he was the head of the, the school's art account. Mm -hmm. So it was like. It was, like, normal. It wasn't, like, creepy just for that. But um, I would post intentional stuff on my story that I knew he would swipe up to. Even though he's my professor, I was just like, he is, and he did. Mm-hmm. So he responded. He took the bait every single time. We did a, a field trip to CalArts, which was his alma mater, and, like, a huge school for animation. I have to fucking burp. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for picking that up, Mike. <laughs> um. And I sat in the front seat next to him and he talked to me the whole right there. And he told me very intimate details about his marriage that a student should not know about. <laughs> Actually, Jesus. the whole way there and the whole way back. He told me his whole fucking life story. And that was the moment where I was like, ooh, this is too real. Yeah. I need- it was nothing creepy. It was just like he... It was funny because he overshared so much to me and there was a student in the class who always overshared to him. And every time she overshared to him, you could tell he was super uncomfortable because she would tell him stuff like really personal stuff in front of the whole class. And you could look at his face and he's like, I have to go now. I don't know why people feel comfortable doing that with teachers. I don't know either. Especially in the middle of the classroom where everyone can hear you. Yeah, dude, that's fucking rough. Art students are a different breed. They really are, especially animation students. One of them wore fursuit to the final. That's, Yeah. So should be illegal. No, keep your kinks at home. Fucking freak. Go to jail. So I didn't show up. But anyways, after that point, that's when I was like, I don't want this anymore. So I didn't like bait him as often, but he still swiped up on my stories and still responded. And um, there was one day someone I don't know if it was the overshare or someone else that class was full of freaks brought up some famous animation artists who had like rape allegations. And the way they were talking about it was just like with no fucking class and no grace. And it made me really uncomfortable. And I was supposed to do a sketchbook review with him, but I just ditched. And he DM'd me to be like, (gasps) why didn't you? Oh, weren't you supposed to do a sketchbook? And I was like, oh, yeah, you guys were talking about rape. And it made me really uncomfortable. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Now I know not to talk about that in class. I'm like, why would you talk about rape in class? It's an animation class, dipshit. Why would you talk about it in the first place? What the fuck? So that's when I was just like, ugh. But I think he got the message. So he didn't DM me as often. And there was another time, I think, oh, my God, when I went back to do the DM 
or not the DM, the sketchbook review his wife was teaching. So I had to like walk past her to get into the office and I was like, oh my God. Oh man. Didn't he like say something to you that implied that he cheats on his wife too? Oh yeah. So one of the intimate things he was telling me was, um, he was telling me, I don't know, the the shit we talked about is not shit you talk about with your students. We were talking about church and I was like, oh, I don't go to church. I'm not religious, but, um, I used to go to church because my friend converted and he's like, oh, yeah, I had to stop going to church because one of the other people who went tried to convince my wife I was cheating on her. And I was just staring at him like, okay. Jesus. <laughs> and then like a year later or like two years later when I was working at Disneyland, I was doing grouping, which is when you like ask how many is in your party. And he walked straight past me and I was like, oh, sir, like come back. And I was like, oh, shit. Hi. <gasps> oh. <laughs> and I met his kids. Oh my God. And then at that point, I had already um followed him on instagram so he emails my student email later in the day like hi lauren like it was so good seeing you my boys were so happy to see like they got to meet you even though it was for two fucking seconds like we, we should talk and i just ignored it oh i oh, i want to check my student email too to find that oh my god i feel so far from the situation i really want to find these dms because i know well, it probably they probably happened like four years ago at this point or three at least i know but i feel like i have pretty old dms so let me see I wrote down subjects while we were talking. I like, um. Oh, nice. Made note. Um, wait, you said that you didn't want to get drunk around your mom earlier. Oh, um, yeah. Have you ever gotten drunk around your parents, like, the first time, maybe, like, or, like, one time that was, like, super awkward? No, but my sister has, and from her getting drunk, I'm like, I would never fucking do that. Oh. Uh, like, my sister usually ho- holds parties at my house with mm-hmm. her friends, and she has gotten drunk, and obviously my mom lives in that house, so I'm just like, that's so embarrassing. Like, I have a very, I've, I've, I have a very like a complex ch- sense of self where uh-huh. I need to be in control of how people perceive me, mm-hmm. and I have obviously gotten messy drunk in situations w- with new people before, but I think my parents is where I draw the line. Oh yeah. Do you have like a drinking family? Like, do you, did you? Yeah. Get, yeah. I think that yeah, that's probably the thing. Cause both of my parents have gotten. Yeah. like drinkers yeah so i don't know are you are you like fine getting drunk in front of your parents yeah um i used to well uh when i was like younger my mom would try to like get shit out of me like i remember when i was 18 i got drunk around my mom and she was like do you have sex and i was just like your mom what? yeah and i literally was just like no and i had lost my virginity like two weeks before and oh um, my god yeah but now i don't think there's anything that i could really spill to them so i just i don't care okay so me and my mom got into edible i my mom like knows i eat edibles or she doesn't always smoke but like weed is cool with my mom now yeah i don't know why that's like different because like me and my mom if i'm having anxiety my mom will be like do you want a xanax like (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why that like the line is alcohol my mom tries to tell me that like she doesn't like watching me smoke she doesn't like to see me high and she just but she's okay with it when it's edibles it's not about me being high it's that my grandma was a smoker so Uh she has she's very sensitive about the act of smoking oh i see but yeah um i bought myself a no it was before i got my stizzy i got a, a disposable and i was like oh mom i just got this like I went on one of my weed runs and she was like, please, no, please don't smoke that. Like, just give that to Jasmine. Give that to someone else. Like, I, I really don't want it. I was like, okay, God, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know why that's like weird for me. I don't know why drinking is my hard line of not okay. Do you like, do you hate seeing adults drunk? Because yeah. Seeing my parents like and their friends drunk literally just like I find so like. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, please. Disgusting. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm very conscious about getting drunk even when I'm not around family. Mm-hmm. Like when I would go to the club, um, I only ever got shit faced like twice, I think, mm-hmm. because I want to have my wits about me, especially because I used to go alone. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I don't know why I have such a complex about it. Like even on 4th of July, like I uh-huh. barely got buzzed. Oh my God. 4th of July a few years ago, we went to my friend Kaylee's mm-hmm. parents' house. Um, like last time too. I, that's what I usually do. Yeah. Anyways, a few years ago I went and I got really, tra- I think I have like a condition that makes me metabolize alcohol really quickly. Cause I found out my mom is like this too. I will get drunk off my ass after two drinks. Really? I don't know. I get Wait, drunk Wait, so were you really drunk easily. on 4th of July? No, I don't think so. You're mostly high. Out. We spaced out every, like if I, if I drink one drink and then two drinks, like within an hour, I will, I don't get tipsy. I get extremely fucked up. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I want to get trashed with you though. We've gotten trashed together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We used to go to Honestly, Rocco's like all I, the time. I was literally just about to say that it feels like a fucking lifetime ago. It does. It does. Oh, hot Rocco's bartender. Yeah. With the Doc Martens. I know. He was so fine. He looked like, um, is Colton Haynes the right person? I'm yeah, he looked of? like Colton Haynes, but more he was ripped. so fine. Oh my God. And more dumb. He's the most, he's the hottest guy to ever hit on. <laughs> For sure. I was For so proud of you. sure. Thank and he you. gave us free shots. Yeah. And Sarah got his number. Yeah. He texted me a few weeks later, but I never responded. We, um, one time when we were at Rocco's, this old guy like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) he was with someone and then they asked if they could sit next to us and we're like whatever we don't care because we were drunk and having our own conversation Mm -hmm. but his friend left so he decides to turn and talk to us and i think we were talking about how james franco shouldn't be canceled because he's hot no he said he works for the film program and then oh god oh my god like with james franco yeah and then he's like no and then he started asking us what we think about it and i was just like oh "Um." yeah oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) He tried to play it off that he was in the actual film program at our school, but he was in the extension, yeah. which is like the equivalent of community college yeah. <laughs> or a trade school, which like, no, not bashing, but the fact that he tried to play it off. That, you can do that while you're in high school. Yeah, like, exactly. There's no prestige. Yeah. Um, and he asked for our Instagrams and he followed us and we did not follow him back right in front of his face. <laughs> I think he still follows me. I don't even remember what his name was. He was so scary looking. Yeah. But we were too drunk. But yeah, that was a very ugh, yucky yeah. man. I hate men who have the balls to hit on, especially older men who have the balls to hit on younger women when they're not hot. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm out with my girls or I'm in any setting and you want to talk to me, the least you can fucking do is buy me a drink. Yeah. Like, if you want to have the gall to say two words to me. Mm-hmm start hand me a drink first. exactly or Which, get the bartender yeah get the yeah, yeah yeah that was, yeah as soon as i said that i was like wait a second <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know no class no class yeah. to just start talking well, no because it's because so many men like nowadays are like very like men don't get spoiled why aren't you buying my dinner like that like i was talking to my cousin about it and we were just like like, where do men get the audacity to think that they deserve to be treated like princesses? Like, when they, like, don't, like, like, you know, like, it's just so insane to me. Sorry, I promise I'm paying attention. I just got an idea. Oh, fuck. He definitely unsent the messages because I was like, why am I such an idiot? I can just go on his page and press message and it'll show the old messages. Oh, uh, can I see what he looked like? Yeah, he's not cute. Um, he is not cute at all, but he looks very different than what I thought he did. What did you think he was going to look like? I was expecting the dad from Parasite. The Oh, 
Well, the hot dad, the rich dad? No, the poor dad. Honestly, I would He looks more like the rich dad than he does the poor dad. I would have fucked the poor dad, too. I think really? He, yeah, dude. I don't know. There's something about him. I thought the rich dad was hot. The poor dad's in another movie that I want to watch called Thirst. Thirst. By Park Chan-wook. He's one of my favorite directors. Maybe I'm biased because um, he was living in a basement it, with a toilet that didn't work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't find this. Okay, that was the end of the movie. He wasn't living in the basement the whole time. That's him. Not that, yeah, but the, their house was also a basement. That is true. That is true. But I mean, like, I always, you know what? With he like looks big, fine, like normally. Oh, he looks hot. He is hot. He is hot. Okay, thank you. Okay, they made him ugly in the movie. Well, yeah, because yeah. they had to make him poor and like a, <laughs> a service worker. I always, whenever it's like big movies like Parasite, Bridesmaids, stuff like that, I wait so long to watch the movie that it becomes overhyped and then I don't enjoy it when I watch it. Aww. I need to start watching things like right when they come out. No, I like to wait too because I like to just form my own opinions. Like I waited a long time to watch it. Or Midsummer. I did the same. I waited so long to watch Midsummer. I hated it when I watched oh. it. I didn't like it when I watched it either, but that's because I went in blind. And I oh. watched it with my mom, which was not smart. Oh. But my parasite viewing experience was very um, ironic because I went on a date with this rich guy who voted for Trump and we went uh-huh. to a movie theater where the tickets were like $50 and I drove him in my 2004 Honda CRV. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a little, uh, this is, this is too much. I can't, I can't handle this right now. You need to leave. <laughs> Mine was, um, Anthony Jeselnik in passing said that me and Brian needed to watch it. And I was like, well, if Anthony Jeselnik said that we should watch it, we should watch it. And I watched it and I was disappointed. You didn't like it? What didn't you, what, what did you not like about it? Um, I try to be very understanding when people don't like either things that I like or overhype things because I tried before I would be super judgmental like I loved it how can you like like, are you fucking dumb I think the way I heard people describe it I was expecting it to be a lot scarier than it was the only part that scared me is the kids vision of that guy walking upstairs yeah that's what I thought the whole movie would be like but it was just like psychological yeah it's not a a scary movie yeah I thought it would be because it's like supposed to be a horror movie I don't think so. I think it's just psychological. Really? No, I think it's a it's it's a commentary on on wealth gaps. Oh, I thought it was supposed to be a horror movie. No, well, the par- the name Parasite. Yeah. The wealthy people are a parasite to society. Yeah, but it, it sounds like it would be a horror movie. Really? It's like Alien. I Predator. Gu- I guess so. But um, <laughs> who I was talking about earlier? This is not the director of Parasite. This is someone else. Park Chan Wook is my favorite director. Uh-huh. I do want you to watch some of his movies because okay. he's fucking amazing. You have to force me to watch movies. Um, I will. Too. I, I will. Can't watch but it's also myself. like, I know how you are. I know who you are because I'm the same. Like, you can only watch movies when you're in a certain headspace. Yeah. So even though I have all these movies I want you to watch, I'm not going to be like, even though you're not in the mood, I'm going to force you to watch this because uh-huh. I want you to enjoy it. Okay. So whenever we, because we keep talking about this, I know, <laughs> which is fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. Don't rush yourself. But whenever we're watching a movie. You just tell me the the vibe, and I okay. I'll have one okay. that you okay. haven't seen that I want you to watch. Fun, fun, fun. Yes. Um. But yeah, like I didn't like. I watched The Godfather for the first time last week. I hated it. I fell asleep twice. I never I watched it, it so because much. Marlon Brando makes me sick to my stomach. Do you know he used to fuck Richard Pryor? I believe it. Yeah, they were boyfriends. I watched um even before I know he was a real life race rapist. I watched. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he he raped this French woman for a movie they did, <gasps> like for real. Because this the movie had a rape scene, but he literally like <gasps> raped her for real. In the movie, in real life, and in the movie. In the movie, he raped her. Yeah. Wait, in the movie, wait. No, I'm no, confused. not the Godfather. It's a, it's like some French movie. So in this French movie, he is raping this woman, for I, real. Yes. So the rape scene is a real rape scene. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow. Um, what? Yeah. What movie is this? I don't fucking know. I think it's in a French name. but That in, is insane. But in A Streetcar Named Desire, there's also a rape scene, which now I'm like, oh my God, was it real? And I had to watch it for my film music class, and it made me sick for a week. Because Jesus the, Christ. I don't, you probably haven't seen it, but it's basically about this woman who's mentally disturbed who goes to live with her sister in Louisiana who's living with her boyfriend, husband, whatever, Marlon mm-hmm. Brando. Is James Dean also in this? I don't think so. No. But he is, is this al- Stella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's Stella. He's t- treating her like shit. He's an asshole. He's abusing her, and then he's also abusing the sister mm-hmm. because she's mentally disturbed. And he takes advantage. Like he rapes her, and it's a very vi- like even though they don't show the actual rape, it's a very violent scene. Like it's very disturbing, especially knowing that this woman is not right in the head. Oh yeah, I remember the the name of the place I want us to go to. What? Totally switching gears. <laughs> I no, know. yeah. I need to stop it every time we get too depressing because <laughs> we will go down a rabbit hole and just continue this. Yeah. Like I'll find a good place to cut it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hearst Castle. That's the name. It's the what one of it? the. It was the one that was based off of. Um, now I can't remember the name. Anyways, it's this giant castle in like um the northern coast. Okay. And it's the one oh, that Lady Gaga filmed. Um, okay. Gu wife. Kaylee also told me that there's a bar in downtown LA where it's like four levels and each one has a different theme where one theme is speakeasy, one theme is Ripley's Believe It or Not, one theme is Tiki Bar, and then there's another one. I oh my remember. God, we should go. Mm-hmm. It's not open yet. But. Oh, okay, but we'll go bar hopping on each level mm. and we'll get tra- trashed. There's also a Tiki Bar close by that we should go to. Oh, please. I we want went to. We went to a speakeasy not too long ago um, inside of this restaurant that we always go to. So it's, <laughs> I would just say where it is. It's um, it's not even a real speakeasy because it's on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like on Ventura Boulevard, there's like a little Mexican place called Tequila, which I love. I go there so much. They have a great happy hour menu and it's really pretty inside and I like it. Anyways, um, there's also one in Hollywood, but I've never been to that one. And then so there's a speakeasy inside of it, which I was so confused. I went to the bathroom and the bathroom is inside Tequila. Oh, right. I was so I had two (laughs) sips of my fucking drink that was like pure scotch or whatever and didn't even realize where I was. (laughs) But it's like an alchemy themed speakeasy with the most horrendous drinks I've ever had in my life. Very strong. I I shouldn't say horrendous and then tell you where the fucking business is. (laughs) If you like extremely strong drinks, you'll like it. The vibe was cool. Previously mentioned, I'm a massive bitch when it comes to alcohol. I'm not good at drinking. No, and I'm the same way. But I finished my drink. I don't think my drink was as alcoholy as yours. Yours drink it tasted the same as mine oh really yeah, me. <laughs> i don't know what my problem was yeah though. um when i was in mexico i really wanted a pina colada because ever since we've been drinking them like it's my yeah, go-to drink we've now. been on a pina colada kick it's just so good it's the perfect drink on fourth of july i don't know if anyone's familiar with the way laguna beach is but it's like hills and hills on like a main road and we went like we walked <laughs> the whole fucking way looking for a pina colada we That's hiked the whole we fucking main street because no one makes a blended pina colada in Laguna, and who the hell does that? Yeah, they just make I've the never, unblended kind. I've never which even we had heard of such a at thing. tequila, oh. and we had to send it back because it was too strong. And then when they gave it back, it was still it was too still strong, strong. But we couldn't send it back, so we had to wait for the ice to melt. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we watched a documentary about incels. Oh my god, did you like it, by the way? I, I did. I feel like I didn't have time to like get I your... I thought it was so crazy. Oh yeah, so it's called Shy Boys. It's actually this, um, directed by a woman. I feel so bad saying that because I don't know her name, but it was There's her... a band called the Shy Boys that are really good that my groomer recommended to me oh. when I was like 17. Oh my god. I mean, it's god. a really good band. Oh my god. Um, I know, I every band that I've found through my groomers that's all i know like if i listen to them i'm like oh yeah this person like <laughs> it never goes away it never goes away 
I still listen to my groomer's music though. I know that's good. I, I that was shocked. That shocked me when yeah. we were in the car, and I was like, really? I mean, I started talking to him because I liked his music. So I'm still gonna keep listening to his music. <laughs> you know, I guess so. I mean, as, as long as it doesn't like you know make you relive anything bad. No, the new music re- creeps me out a little bit. I can't listen to his new music. But oh, really? Yeah, just a little bit. There's one song that I do like, and I'll make an exception for that song. But I can't. I, okay, you know. I want you to explain the details later because we're not gonna expose that here. Yeah um there's really no details i mean i've told you everything no to why the new music's creepy i don't know it's just it just creeps me out is it the lyrics it's the way it sounds it's just the way that it was like post him being a creep oh right like i'm like this is a creep doing it because, because well it's as far like as rivers I know, cuomo making music about being a groomer after grooming his fans i did not know that <gasps> you didn't know rivers cuomo i did not know that oh but my I'm god not he surprised. literally wrote a, basically a love ballad to one of his <gasps> underage fans in japan that is insane yeah that is insanity yeah oh my god <laughs> wait did he ever meet her I don't know. Or was it just this like faceless letter? I really don't. Did she know. say she, in the letter like I'm 17? Yeah, she way. was like, oh, I'm a, I'm Japanese. I'm in high school or something oh, like that. Jesus yeah. Christ. And he is known for having an Asian fetish. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Definitely want to look that up and get more information on that because that was yeah. very. It's so strange to me when people have like specifically racial fetishes. But I do yeah. have a th- I have a thing for Mediterranean looking men, but it's not like specifically like one place. Yeah, I have a thing for Latino men, but it's not like Yeah. Whatever. Which is I feel like I'm the only fucking person in my family after going to Mexico. <laughs> All my cousins are like, Oh my god, I love Europeans. I'm like, How dare you? Like blondes or like No, no, no. Like like they're still like brown hair beards, oh, yeah. but they prefer because I get it because I wouldn't want to date a Mexican guy from Mexico because there's very toxic masculinity there. That's why I don't like Iranians, but I like people who look like they could maybe be Iranian. Oh, right. Well, are Americanized Iranians that bad still? or Well, they, they're still mama, mama's boys. Yeah, that's true. Same yeah. with Mexicans, so. <laughs> but they're so hot, so. Yeah. But I like Italian men, but they're mama's boys, too. Yeah. But they, they do it in a hot way. I don't know. You think? Different. I think so. I think, I don't know. I just think Italians are really hot. Like, Italians, Jewish guys, and Greek guys, and... I like Jewish guys. My favorite ex was Jewish and Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Ideal combo, and he was 6'4". Oh, Oh, man. I feel like, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable. I haven't been on Bumble or any dating apps because I wanted to focus on myself and, like, not crave male validation, and it made it worse with the old guy situation okay it is kind of good that um this is going to be the second episode because it'll be fresh off of the old guy story um so especially coming off the old guy situation where i was accused of being Uh on these apps where i literally told him straight up like honestly yeah i used to talk to a lot of guys because i crave validation but i'm working on that and by working on that doesn't mean i'm still talking to guys working on it means i'm literally not yeah but now i think i'm in a place where i want validation again yeah i don't know in a healthy way or what yeah in a healthy way like i just want to go on dates and have fun like i don't want anything serious like i literally just want to fill my time but i'm just so against meeting new people i miss having a rotation of guys but i stopped talking to my previous rotation because they all sucked in different ways they did sound like they sucked um even though they were hot so i'm like i'm in a very weird place where it's like i don't crave i really don't crave male validation Mm -hmm. i just miss having fun going on dates Uh but i also don't miss 
meeting people for the first time because that's very tedious to me. Yeah. Like, if you want to get to know me, you'll figure it out along the way. Don't Mm -hmm. ask me my favorite color. I'll kill you. I was just going to say the favorite color. (laughs) What does it tell you about a person? Literally, what what does it tell you? No. And everyone... You ask someone where their hometown is. That tells you everything you need to know about a bitch. I'm shocked. That's so true. Um, As much as I love to be, like, different, I am South Orange County to the fucking (laughs) core. Dude, I'm Riverside to the fucking core. To the core. We are who we are. We can't help it. <laughs> Especially you know, in a place like LA where no one is actually from here. Where like I've even never, like, I don't I don't think either either of us have ever claimed to be from somewhere we're not. Exactly. And I hate it when people either from LA or not not from LA. Yeah, from LA or not from LA try to be like, oh, if you're from this city, you try you pretend you're from LA. I'm like no, Only a very said, small handful of people exactly. I know pretend to be from L.A. Like, it's not the norm. No. It's the just, people who want to live in L.A. Yeah. or who have moved to L.A. who say that, like, this one guy, the incel that I've told you about several yeah. times, he says he's from L.A. He still fucking lives in Harupa Valley. That is that is the, ungodly. That is the nowhereest nowhere town in yeah. Riverside. Yeah. That's worse than Marino Valley. So... Like, okay, I get it, people like him, but he's not the norm. Exactly. The most I do is, um, like, if I'm talking to, like, my cousin's friends, like, they're fucking in Europe or something. Yeah, right. I'll do, like, I'll claim Laguna Beach. Technically, I'm not from Laguna Beach. I'm from 15 minutes away from Laguna Beach, but I spend all my fucking time there. That's and, like, close enough. it looks the same. Yeah. It's the same fucking place. Like, but... where I live in Riverside, if you know, which most people don't, if you know the Inland Empire, I'm not from the area you would assume. I'm from the border of Riverside and Corona, but I am mm-hmm. from Riverside. Mm-hmm. So when I tell people that, usually it means nothing because they don't even know where it is. But Inland Empire people, that's when I'm like, oh, yeah, clarify. I'm off the 91, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Like some people just don't know geography and that's fair if you need to like say something. But that's... usually people say like directions. Like you'd say like I'm from like an hour east or like yeah, southeast. I, I do say that. Like, yeah. Like my roommate who's from ohio i'm just like oh yeah my hometown's like an hour east yeah it's just the same hour south yeah that's just the easiest way to say it is it really just one hour no it's like two hours from la orange county no not orange county but where you're from 60 miles 60 miles south of la 60 miles north of san diego oh really yeah it's right in the middle oh okay oh god what is that noise i have no idea it sounds like a sink running is should we just end it? <laughs> <laughs> We're just overstimulated. Like, no, we can't. A noise? It's been over an hour. Okay, well, yeah, we can. Okay. Should we save the rest for another one? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, We're going to try to be more consistent now that we know how to use the mics. And Yeah. Okay. Okay, this uh, has been Wench Talk. Thank you so much for listening to our silly you. little stories. Wenches. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, beep, beep. beep. <laughs>